um, do you do you find that we become more attached to our stuff the longer we sit with it I'm just thinking of a friend that they they were building and so they moved out of their house they put everything in a storage unit and they had like a rental or something for a year like a furnished rental and then but when they went to their new house and it had been a year and a half since they'd seen their stuff and they just didn't care why do I have this why did I keep this you know do you find that the longer you go without cleaning up the harder it is to to let go you know it really depends on the person okay. and the situation so a lot of times we're we're more attached emotionally to things um, nostalgic you know mom and dad's things like you said sometimes we feel like the memories are contained in that set of china or you know whatever it is we know better but we just can't come to grips with letting go of some of these things um, but there is a point in time where we will be letting go of these things. So do you want to be in control of that decision or not? Right. I mean, it's really as simple as that. Another important part of that whole process is people put a value on grandma's china or people put a, a value on those vintage tools or that Hummel collection. Well, the value really is only what the market will bear. Yeah. That's really what the value is. So if you're holding on to it because it's going to become part of your retirement, it's going to take care of you when you need help. Um, that might not be the case. So rather than carrying this stuff forward for decades and decades, get it out of the boxes and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And then when it's time to downsize, divvy it out to people who want it or try to sell it but you're not taking it with you when you leave this planet you're it's not just not gonna happen you're really not and i think you touched on something important that when i started doing this years ago a little bit surprised me you know we we've helped someone with um getting rid of an estate and letting things go and and you'll you'll find like um the rose dusty rose dishware was really popular and you'll see it on eBay for thousands or whatever. But the issue is, is there's not really buyers for it. Yeah. So it's for sale. Yes. You're going to see it for sale for thousands, but no one's buying that dish set anymore. And that's just an example. Maybe they're buying it now, but um, they're not. So you, you think it's got this huge monetary value, but if you don't have the right buyers, it's going to end up, you know, being donated somewhere. That's exactly end. right. I mean, even a lot of consignment stores won't take those things anymore. So yeah. another solution, if you love that dusty rose, which it's interesting you mentioned that pattern because I actually have that. We, we inherited it. We love it. We have like I love memories. It. Yeah. I love it. And I, yeah. I actually use it. So I'll pull it out. I don't have it. I have it sitting in the cabinet. Yes. But I pull it out and I actually use it. And guess what? Your food will taste better on a plate that you love or a crystal glass that you enjoy or a teacup that was your grandma's. So use your stuff because every ordinary day can be extraordinary. Yeah. So if this stuff gets broken, who cares? I mean, really, we don't want to be reckless, but at the right. end of the day, what are we saving it for? Yeah. Yeah. Sunday dinner at grandma's house. That's 
where we had dusty rose and we inherited it. And yes. I do not use it as much as I, you've inspired me because truth is it's sat in my cupboard for years and I'm, what am I going to do with this? But we don't want to let it go, you know, cause I'm a mess right. that way. I probably need your help. <laughs> I should be using it for our Sunday dinners and making our memories. Off. Absolutely. Or breakfast or yeah. French toast or whatever. Just use it. I still have three teenage boys at home, so I'll probably just throw it out on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for those nights when they're gone. Right. right. <laughs> and that they're not doing the dishes. <laughs> but, but you see where we have, we, you and I, have placed value on this set of dishes. Could, yeah. we, could we use paper plates? Absolutely. Totally. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're going to eat the same food, mm -hmm. um, but we have placed a value on those things that's personal to us. It's not personal to anyone else. So, you know, going off to a consignment store, the other thing to consider if, if that's the mindset is I'll sell it, who's going to manage that for you? Yeah. This eBay and Craigslist and yard sales, uh, tons of work and lots of maintenance for what? You have yeah. to decide if it's worth your time, energy. It is a lot of work. They're, they're a lot of work. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about the value you place on things because we do see this phenomenon um, is something doesn't take value until both parents have passed away. And then suddenly all the siblings want the little dog statue that sat on the dresser or the picture. It's not of anyone and no one cared about it before, but now both parents have passed away and everyone wants it. And so I think part of organization also is deciding who gets what or yes. saying donate this goes to certain people the rest donate or sell you know yeah. i i think it's you can't really predict what that few items will be that will bring down you know <laughs> the ladle right. in the soup will bring down yes. a family you know that got along otherwise and so yes. to i i always say that I, out as much as possible i liken that to uh, grandma's recipe box Oh, you talk about some, you know, tug of wars going on. So if we really don't want to burden our family, which most of us don't, and if we really want to leave a legacy that's loving and, and easy, easy as possible, it's not going to be easy when we leave. Our families are going to be in terrible grief, but easier for them, then why not distribute those things now? Why do we... Why would we forego the pleasure of handing that child, whichever child we chose or children that we chose, mm -hmm. hand that thing to them and watch what happens? You, you, can, you don't need to die to enjoy this, yeah. this wonderful gift of passing things on. And it means so much more to the people. It means so much more to the survivors that you took the time to actually share the story, which we're losing a lot of stories. Yes. And I'm really big on family stories. Yeah. Make, make sure you're sharing the story of how these things came to be and then pass them on. It, that, that is just sheer joy. Yeah. And it just, the joy keeps giving and giving and giving. Now don't yeah. get your feelings hurt if the people don't want it. Yeah. Because yeah. that's a reality. They have their own stuff. It's true. And, and again, you you have placed the value on that thing and it might not be the same value that your children or grandchildren have for it. So but you have to kind of thicken up your skin because <laughs> you might get some rejection. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, and let's, so, so that's someone that's willing to start doing that, which is important. But what, what yeah. about a child who has a parent that's really not wanting to organize their estate or, or so it is, we call it the talk. That's kind of my little nickname word over here where, you know, our parents had the talk. I say this in almost every thing I record. The, our parents had the talk with us when we were little and it was uncomfortable and no one liked it. And it was always yeah. awkward. But now it's our time to have a talk with them. And it's about getting their things in order and their estate in order. And it's not comfortable to bring up. And, you know, they, you know, why are you talking to me about this? Just like my teenage boys. Why are you talking to me about this, mom? You know, but one day they're going to have to have a talk with me. Mom, we need to talk about you know, you're getting older and how to handle your stuff. How would you suggest someone approach a parent that really needs to find that order in their life? I'm going to back up a little bit. Okay, perfect. Estate planning is not just for old people. I, I submit that if you are young and you have anything of value, particularly children, you need an estate plan and it should be organized. Now, if you don't have that and you're going to your parents and telling them what they need to do, back yourself up, get back in integrity, share with them what your experience was getting your estate organized and working with an attorney and all of the things you did and that you're willing to help them. That is, it's just a, a much better approach um, then pointing, you need to, yeah. you need to. And we also have to, and it's easier. It's easier to deal easier. with other people's than yourself. And to think about that for Absolutely. other people than yourself. Absolutely. And it's, it's uh, one of those things that there's going to be resistance and there's a, there's a, a generational, um, I, I call it a divide. There's a generational divide where they're very private about their money. Yes. Um, they they approach and, and avoid because they don't want the kids to fight. So if I just don't think about it, it'll go away. It yeah. doesn't go away. So having these really kind of difficult conversations um, uh, coming from a place of love because nobody wants to burden their children. Yeah. And if we can turn it back to that and also turn it back into, you know, this would be a great time for you to make the decisions. Because my goodness, you know, look what happened to Aunt Edna. Yeah. She tripped and fell and then everything went to pot and the families, they're still not speaking. You don't want that, do you, Mom? Let's let's get this stuff taken care of. Yeah. And we want you to be able to make the decision. Exactly. Let's do it while you can make the decision. Exactly. Yeah. And and I think, you know, having them be part of that have them feel part of the decision-making process that, yeah, that, you know what, that is what I want. I don't want you guys fighting over grandma's recipe box. Yeah. Or the China. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm here to support you doing this. I'm not here to do it for you or tell you how to do it. I'm here to support you. Yes. And, and very often somebody like me can come in because I, you know, obviously I've worked with lots of, clients with paperwork and it's not unusual to come across that little stack of things where I can see that they've actually met with an estate attorney and they have not yet filled out the paperwork. Oh yeah. So, so as, as you know, there's, there's a gap between having that appointment and actually getting the estate right. in order. Yeah. And all, and then the next step is getting it funded. Yes. 
So yes, sometimes and, and telling else. somewhere else, someone else where the paperwork is. Like I'm thinking about the transport one you just talked about. You have to tell other people to like have your trusted person, your trustee, or you know your personal representative. This is where my paperwork is. If something yeah. happens to me, you know, don't put it in your bank box. You know, your more papers because no one can get into your lockbox. So right, you know, have if they if they know them. you have one, right? Right. Oh my gosh, yeah. how much money is sitting in unclaimed funds? Yes, in this just in the state of Arizona. Unclaimed yeah. funds, if you key your name in, you might find that you've got a few hundred dollars sitting there from an old account you forgot about. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's <laughs> for true. deposits from utilities. or I mean, there's money out there that yeah. people don't know they have. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, so, I'm going to pause I, really quick. Go, uh, okay, go ahead. I just think it's a really loving act to get your estate in order. Not only is it loving towards yourself because you will have more peace of mind, that thing that sits on your shoulder that says, I really know I need to, is really heavy. So it's loving to you, but it's also loving for the people that come behind you. Yeah, yeah. I So I hired someone years ago to, to help me with my garage and um, she didn't have the same approach that you did. And, and I appreciate the love and the control approach, you know, but I have like 27 purses I don't know why you can only use one at a time, maybe a couple different purses, but I, I knew I needed help cleaning out my garage and people, people hold on to things for different reasons and they have their reasons. And, and I, I love that you kind of, you know, let's kind of get to the bottom of what's really important. Do you want to park your car in the garage in the summertime in Arizona, or do you want to have 27 purses? <laughs> you know, what, what does it boil down to for you? You know, and I, I don't feel like I was given a, a good choice. Like, you don't need these purses, get rid of all of them, you know, or something like oh, that. Yeah. So I, I love your approach where it's, you know, what value do you put on this? You know, where do you need to go? And, and that just that approach of respect and, you know, and love really. So mm -hmm. I appreciate that. And, and maybe that maybe the 27 purses is okay. If you got rid of a hundred pairs of shoes, cause now you have room for them. Right. Because maybe purses are more important to you than shoes are. So we, we try to honor um, each other um, and also be honest at the same time. Yeah, I love <laughs> that. I love that approach. Okay, I'm going to, um, I had something else to say. Um, um, oh, but also, but also to understand where your limits are, to, to bring in a professional when you know what your limits are. Like, like maybe I really did want to get rid of the purses, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. And so I just needed to process through, like you said, how important is it to you? You know, do you want purses or shoes, which is more important or to park the car? And, and I just needed someone to help me work through it. And so sometimes you need to bring in a party, um, especially if, if you're working with mom and dad, because honestly, a, coming in for a weekend to do paperwork isn't practical. It's like you said, eight, eight weeks. I mean, and, and sometimes it becomes a full-time job when you are oh. dealing with someone's estate before or after they passed away. It, Absolutely. It really is almost a full-time job in some estates. And so to bring in, to realize your limitations, whether emotionally or physically or time-wise, and to bring in the help and to be okay with bringing in the help um, so that you are keeping your peace of mind and again, preserving those relationships. That's right. So when I said eight weeks, I actually lived in California for eight weeks. 
Oh, like it was, you lived there for eight weeks. I lived there for eight weeks, stayed at my sister's house and dealt with the stuff. And, and I'm not just talking about physical stuff. I'm talking about the finances, the, Mm -hmm. you know, getting her set up in a facility that was, I mean, that's, that's a lot of research. That's a big decision because that's your loved one. Yeah. Um, so there's so much to it, and it's such an emotional time uh, for the family and also the person who's who's entered this chapter. Yeah. You know, we all go through chapters in our lives, and they're at a chapter now where, you know, they're probably not going to entertain anymore. Do they actually need chafing dishes, and do they actually need a set of pans if they're not going to cook anymore? And this is something with downsizing that I um, – I ask the question a lot, are, are you going to be cooking when you move to your apartment? Oh, you know, probably not. Okay, you just answered the question about whether or not we need to keep pots and pans. What if we kept one saucepan and a little skillet in case you decided you wanted to cook something? Would that be okay? Yeah, honey, that would be great. <laughs> so, you know, we can do these things in a loving way um that like you said preserving relationships at the end of the day let them be mad at me yeah and and you as a family unit keep that out of your relationship 